Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, indeed. Final hour of the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reggie Datatula here with you. That is the sound of the voice of the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on a Thursday evening in the Metroplex. Uh, <laughs> all sorts of people getting involved with the program on the truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053 mm-hmm. uh, appreciate all of the uh, all of the interaction as uh, in sharing time we were talking about the possibility of a four day work week as 45 companies in Germany are trying it out as of today and we had a, a few texts that you know I was interacting with during the break uh, from the 830 uh, they said, uh, you know, did oil field work for eight years. They said they preferred the 21 days off, uh, 20 days of work, 10 days off. And I was like, I don't, I don't feel like that's going to work for a lot of the rest of us. Uh, but, yeah, there's that one. And then also uh, someone else uh, texted in. Let me see. Oh, they were talking about uh, lift driving. They were driving, uh, you know, yeah, Uber lift. and Lyft. And, and so, you know, they said they got into an argument with the passenger yesterday because they the passengers told them to change the station. And they said, no. I tolo. So I, I was like, I hope they still gave you a tip. And they were like, nope. They said they gave them zero stars. So I, I, I hate that you had to take that, but we appreciate you sacrificing appreciate you, sacrificing the rating a little bit just to just to rock with this and hang with this. Uh, we hope that we you guys are having fun doing that here on the Get Right. Uh, right now, though, oh, actually, I should let you know, um, coming up in about 15, 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't get you another CA Stories Confidential, right? Mm-hmm. We always... Always try and get that for you when CA is involved. It is it is just a fun listen. Yesterday, I was just astonished that CA got to meet Prince and see all his abodes just by going and seeing what was happening. Just walking up there and be like, hey, what's what's happening here? Can I Never see? Never know till you try. That's right. Um, and so we'll get some more of the fascinating stories that CA has for us here in about 20 minutes. But right now, we got to get you your headlines on this evening in the Metroplex. And we begin by resetting the big news of the day. Dan Quinn will no longer be the Cowboys defensive coordinator because he will be the head coach of one of your rivals in a way, the Washington Commanders. He's the new head coach as of today. And that began all the conversation of who is he going to try and make, you know, make his staff, his defensive coordinator. Who is he bringing with him? That that means that maybe, just maybe, he might be depleting who you have here and your some of your possible uh, altern- alternatives when it comes to the next defense coordinator of the Cowboys. Yeah, word is that Joe Witt Jr. could be headed to Washington with him. A lot of people thought he might be the replacement because he's got an excellent long-term relationship with Mike McCarthy. You would think the Cowboys would have said, hey, Joe Witt, stay right here. But apparently, they're going to be interviewing some people, including officially 
Ron Rivera is headed to the star next week yep. to visit. So uh, this thing's going to last a couple weeks. Notice he said next week, which means this is going to go into Super Bowl week. Mm-hmm. And this is not unusual for the Joneses. Jerry likes to mix and mingle during Super Bowl week and interview people. Yep. And Just so saying. there's that. You mentioned Joe Witt Jr. He was the fill-in defense coordinator when Dan Quinn, you know, stood in as head coach. For Mike McCarthy. When That's Mike right. Mike had COVID or was out for it. What? No, it was two things. It was He did it last year, but he also did it this year when Mike McCarthy had uh, – he had some kind of surgery? No, remember when he had appendicitis? Oh, appendicitis. That was, but that was during the week because, you know, Big Mike made sure that he showed up. Yeah. He, he, was, he was on the sidelines with a mask. Tough. Yes. That's right. Um, Very impressive. That's right. <laughs> but um, Last obviously. Last doing COVID. Yes, yes. He had a COVID attack. And so Al, ha- Al Harris is another name that has come up. He's the defensive he, backs coach. He said he. Do we still have that audio? He said he ride or die, Dan. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that audio in just a second, but I also want to bring this up as Calvin Watkins brings this up, and I should give my partner for this evening, Chris Arnold, a lot of credit as well as he mentions this name and uh, the idea that Calvin Watkins says that former head, Vikings head coach and former Cowboys defensive coordinator Mike Zimmer is interested in this vacant Cowboys defensive coordinator gig uh, according to a person with knowledge of his thinking. So, so let me give props to Greg Ellis, former Cowboys defensive end. Shout out. Who was on with uh, me and Nate Newton doing the Cowboys crosstalk about two or three weeks ago, just before the Cowboys went into the playoffs. And Greg was saying, I don't know if I can say this or not, but Mike Zimmer is going to get back into the NFL. Mm. And we were talking about what happens if Dan Quinn were to leave. Because every year, what happens if Dan Quinn is going to leave, right? It's always that. And I just started thinking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then on G-Bag, Broadus was just saying, I can tell you for a fact, Mike Zimmer would take the job if they offered it to him. Here's why I'm not saying this is the best hire. Oh, this is the, this is the best thing they can do. Mm-hmm. This is not about the best thing. This is what they are probably going to do. It's kind of like, who thought that they should hire Mike McCarthy when they did it? But we just knew that's what they did. I didn't. But you know what? I don't make any decisions around here. None so of he, them. So here's why it would make sense for Jerry and Steven. They look at Mike Zimmer like he's family. Mm-hmm. He's been with the organization off and on since the 1990s. In fact, he was a consultant just this offseason with the University of Colorado and Deion Sanders. Why? Because him and Deion Sanders became tight friends when he was the secondary coach for the Cowboys mm-hmm. in the 1990s. He's won ring with the Cowboys. He was also the defense coordinator for the Cowboys in the 2000s. When Bill Parcells came here, he was still here, and Parcells even told him, Mike, you can run that 4-3 for right now, but get ready to run a 3-4. Guess what? He can do both. And here's the number one thing I want people to realize why he might be an asset. You already know Mike McCarthy's on the last year of his contract. If things don't work out, well, guess what? They might just make Mike Zimmer the new head coach. Or if it doesn't work out, some young coach would not come here for those, for those reasons. But you got to have somebody who's the bad cop in that building. He's not a bad person, but somebody's got to do the Jimmy Johnson. He's not going to take no guff? He ain't going to take no guff. There's some affluenza going on. Yeah, those guys... They, they're not bad people. I'm talking about the players, but somebody's got scared the hell out of them. Sometimes, you know what I mean? They're com- they're too comfortable. You they're say too comfortable. Mike Zimmer ain't gonna let nobody get comfortable. I'm just saying. Okay. So he may or may not get hired, but I do know for a fact. Do not sleep on that name. And uh, Calvin Walker just co-signed that with today this evening. There you go. So those that's some of the things that are happening around your Dallas Cowboys. Uh, how about this around the MLB is. Look, man, we're in that we're in that time where teams are trying to make acquisitions, both free agency and also in the trade market. And the Orioles, who just you know found out that there was a, or we just found out that there's an agreement 
to change ownership for the first time in like 30 years mm. there. The Orioles have acquired a new pitcher. Um, 2021 Cy Young winner Corbin Burns Ooh. was acquired in a trade with the Brewers. Ooh. And so the Baltimore Orioles already getting active. They're loading up even more. Right? They had a very young, talented team. They are going and getting, you know. Everybody was shocked the Rangers beat them. That's how good the Orioles are. Are and yeah. were yeah, and a lot a of that on the rise. A lot of that's young, but mm-hmm. they're adding a, a big veteran arm when it comes to it in Corbin Burns. Um, and so now, the, what the the get back is for the uh, Milwaukee Brewers is left-handed pitcher DL Hall and uh, shortstop Joey Ortiz. Both of these prospects, uh, Ortiz was the number five prospect, and DL Hall was the number six prospect. In the Orioles organization, according to Keith Law's at rankings at the Athletics, so some some very high prospects in their in their system ultimately bring back a starting starting pitcher for the Orioles. The Orioles really getting this together. AL East is going to be kind man, of monstrous this season. Man, it's wide open. And again, the Rangers are definitely in the conversation of all the stuff. Nobody's saying they're the favorites to go back to the World Series. To me, we learned something last year, which is. It's all about being hot at the right time. Yeah. And that's what it all boils down to. You can Look at Atlanta. Atlanta was the best team in baseball last year. Did not get to the World Series. Look at the Dodgers. Won 100 games. Didn't mean squat. Rangers were leading the entire division until the last day and then lost one to nothing to, at Seattle. But guess what? They got hot on the road, including at Baltimore. First it was at Tampa. Then it was at Baltimore. Then it was against the Rockets. I mean, the Astros. And then it was against the... The uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, and boom, you got your World Series champion here. Nine four zero calling the shot, saying the O's are definitely winning a World Series by twenty twenty seven. Look, they, got the, the talent, they have the talent, but, but about, as we know, so we, you you play it. Uh, this is why we play the games because if if we look at it on paper, there's a lot of times that we we would have believed ourselves to be smart, and we ultimately were proved to be foolish in various different ways. I know, at least I'll speak for myself. There's plenty of times for me, so we'll see how it plays out. But they definitely have a good roster to work with. It's coming into this next mm-hmm. season. How about this? Um, where we talk about roster, there's also the hands on top of it when it comes to the coaching and deciding how things go. The Raiders have made a little bit clearer what their, uh, you know, their decision making process will be. Uh, as Cliff Kingsbury will be the new offensive coordinator for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, obviously underneath the, uh, you know, the I guess decision making, mm-hmm. you know, authority of Antonio Pierce as the new head coach. Antonio Pierce is going to take care of defense. You saw that very clearly exactly. this past season. That's they his were, forte. They were going to need a strong offensive play caller to come in and handle the offensive side of the ball, and they feel like they have that with Cliff Kingsbury. Put it like this: There are a lot of people who want to rip and shreds. He can't. He can't. He can't coach. He's not a head coach. He's not a head coach. He is a shrewd offensive coordinator, and don't go by my words. Just tweet or Google up the the words of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes swears to God it was Cliff Kingsbury that made him the quarterback that he is. He said Cliff Kingsbury, when he was at Texas Tech, would not make him a drop-back quarterback. He would not put him in a box. He said, and then that made him ready for when Andy Reid came over to him and said, this is what I want you, what else I want you to do. He said Cliff Kingsbury made him what he is today. So, if you like what Patrick Mahomes can do and you like kind of stuff that Kyler Murray was doing and Johnny Manziel when he was at A&M, Cliff Kingsbury's the guy that molded them all. Yeah, I mean, Kingsbury's definitely been very good at offense. The one thing that I know gave me some pause was seeing when he was the head coach in Arizona and understanding that the second half season. when you're the head coach, you have a lot of responsibilities mm-hmm. on you. The offense looked great in the first half of seasons and it just did not progress and evolve towards the back half of the seasons to where 
it fell flat multiple times. This is not a one season happening. And so you hope that with being able to focus on offense, mm-hmm. that maybe he'll be able to make sure that there isn't a drop off. But I mean, he has an opportunity to get out here and impress teams once more. I imagine that he's going to try and take it. Now, you do need to figure out who the quarterback is for those uh, for those uh, what you call it those Raiders because I'm not sure that they're that they're really wanting to stick with Jimmy Garoppolo there as like the guy that they really lean on. But maybe we'll see ultimately what their decision making process is. We're really just getting into the off season of it all as teams are just kind of finalizing their coaching staffs. Talk less of what their direction will be for the 2024 NFL season. But at least that's another domino that falls as we're starting to have these And by the way, the have these coordinators were talking about they wanted Cliff Kingsbury. So in a way, uh, Cowboys, I don't know if you wanted to deal with that twice a year. I will say this, you have to deal with uh, the fact that uh, you got a, three people who feel like they know the Cowboys in your division as coaches. You've got, of course, Dan Quinn that's at right. Washington. Yep. You've got... Um, Oh boy, with offensive uh, Kellen, Kellen Moore. Moore, yeah, Kellen Moore with the Philadelphia Eagles, and defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles is Vince Fangio, who swore he came up with the blueprint to beat the Cowboys. So just trust me, those two teams are going to be tough to deal with this coming season. Some other things happened in the NFL. A couple of defensive coordinator spots were firmed up. Chris Shula, grandson of the legendary Don Shula, mm-hmm. was uh, promoted from linebackers coach to defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams. He fills the spot that was opened up by Raheem Morris. And for the Baltimore Ravens, Zach Orr uh, apparently got DeSoto. some local to him, went to DeSoto High School, also mm-hmm. UNT alum. Did not there realize that as well. He go. will go from being the linebackers coach for the uh, Baltimore Ravens to now being the defensive coordinator, filling the void uh, made by Mike McDonald who went to become the new head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. So those things happen in the NFL as well. Yeah, you, you were talking about Chris Shula earlier in the show. I said, yes, sir. I said, is his father Mike Shula? Because the Cowboys had David Shula as their offense coordinator for a minute. Mm-hmm. Turns out he is David Shula's dad. Okay. and uh, Or son, rather. I'm sorry. Yeah, son. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to say. Yeah, David Shula actually got to be the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals at one point as well, too. But he was here, and, oh, he couldn't work with Troy. <laughs> he did not know what he was doing. We, in other words, it was on-the-job training back in that day. Oh, I should mention this. As I, I saw this, and I, I, I was like, man, that's interesting. Uh, you remember Marvin Lewis? Yeah, of course. Uh, a, a guy who I will, I will maintain. Cincinnati Bengals. I will still maintain, did not get enough credit for what he did with the Bengals. Got I know in the playoffs every year. A lot of people came down on him for that. They never advanced in the playoffs. But if you looked at the way that that team was built and the way that the yeah, Bengals has historically been. Him. He got the most out of them. A cheap-ass organization. For real. He consistently keeping in the playoffs was was amazing. Well, he's going to have additional role in the NFL again as he joins that same Raider staff to be an assistant head coach. Which I thought was actually okay. a really nice thing. Antonio yeah. Pierce has not been a head coach. You have a someone Get an who's, OG in there. There you go. Someone who's done it a little bit before, yeah. like you hanging out with me, right? Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. the the experience Double that shot. Knowledge there you go. There. Absolutely. Every now and then. There you go. So that that's uh, another thing that happened in the NFL. One another thing, but uh, something else that I wanted to get to. There's a lot of people who are F1 fans, right? When it comes to uh, especially when we talk about the Netflix uh, Drive mm-hmm. to Survive. And so a lot of people have jumped on that. And the big name in F1, I mean, uh, historically, has been Lewis Hamilton recently, yes. uh, uh, relatively recently. With his bread, um, dreads it. 
braids and dreads. There you go. Um, My mouth is getting tired. Of and f- for for a good long while, he has driven for Mercedes mm-hmm. that that team. Well, it was announced today in kind of a, a really big move that at the end of this upcoming 2024 season, he will no longer drive for Mercedes. Dun, dun, dun. He will go to Ferrari. Woo! And this this ends Look up being a big, a big deal in the F1 world. I'm not going to be able to talk about it like I really know it for, you know, deep down. But that is huge, especially if you just take it from the perspective of somebody who has become the face of a team moving to an entirely different team, seemingly like um, without much notice or warning, necess- or not necessarily notice because obviously by the end of the season, but mm-hmm. like without much signs of that change coming, I don't think, ultimately that's that's a big deal in F1, and so that's going down. So shout out to all the F1 lovers. Uh, if you, I, I'm interested how many people are like, I'm staying with the team where I love the driver and I'll follow him Better follow that where driver. he goes. I think so, man. That guy, Sir Lewis Hamilton from the A17. Look, man, I ain't, I ain't from the U.K., I'm not, I'm not, I don't have to acknowledge that. But you know what? I will because I like Lewis Hamilton. I look, man, I, I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not beholden to their rules. I'm going to put more respect on Lewis Hamilton's name. He is the fastest man in the world, not Usain Bolt. Oh, what are you doing right now? <laughs> what are you doing right now? I went now? deep. I went deep. Okay. Um, Who's the fastest man in the world? Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> well, with a car. If we just talking about feet, I'm, Sir Lewis I'm, I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still rocking with Usain Bolt. That's incredible mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, how about this? FC Dallas talking about making big noise. FC Dallas made big noise in the soccer world as today it was made official that they signed Peter Musa from Benfica for a club record fee of ten million, uh, ten million dollars, if I remember correctly. And so with that being the case, this is a 25-year-old Croatian player, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people think of players coming over to the United States being, you know, older and past their prime or whatever, at least when we talk about guys coming from Europe with a lot of talent. This is a a young guy, and he is a striker, uh, like I mentioned, 25 years of age. And he was playing at a, you know, Benfica is a pretty big club. It's not one of, like, the giant clubs in Europe. But, man, like, he, he is a big-time deal, and so they bring in some goal-scoring potential for your FC Dallas team that's getting ready to get into the uh, MLS season coming up here relatively shortly here in probably like a month or so. And so big-time signing with big money, in fact, by mm-hmm. FC Dallas, a club that I think some people have been a little bit upset about for not really utilizing the money that yeah, they, that they, they have got, available to them. So yeah. shout-out to FC Dallas Props. for a huge signing, having a striker up front, it's going to be fun to see what's happening there. Um, a little bit of sad news, or I guess better, happier news. I did wait until we got some some happier portions of the developments in this story to talk about it. As, you know, earlier in the week, we found out there was like a, a, a big statue in a Kansas park um, of Jackie Robinson, obviously the baseball trailblazer. I heard about this. That had been stolen, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, like you got the whole bronze statue. They saw the feet off. They sawed Jackie Robinson off from the base at the feet. Yeah. And they took the whole statue. And we were like, who steals a statue? Talk less of Jackie Robinson at this, you know, at this park. And we ultimately found out that they found the remains of the statue later in a trash can in the park burned. And so it's How like big as a statue if it's in a trash can. Uh, I imagine it's a big dumpster? trash can because it, 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 it might have been a dumpster. Ultimately, the the story I'm I'm referencing um, says a trash can, but it might have been a dumpster. It's a Had big statue. Be. Had to be. It's a huge. I mean, I shouldn't say huge. Probably like let's say seven feet, eight feet somewhere yeah, in there. Put like this. 
probably uh, about the size of that Tom Landry statue at AT and T Stadium. Is I can that see about, that. That's yeah, that's eight, that's eight, ten feet tall. Sounds about right. Yeah. Absolutely right in that range. Well, I told you that there was a good development, in it, and thankfully there is. Uh, earlier uh, yesterday, I believe. Uh, there was an online fund- fundraiser that has raised more than $160,000 to replace that statue nice. that was stolen from McAdams Park in Wichita, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, also, MLB, MLB and its 30 clubs have also promised to restore uh, the, the, the statue, That's so great. they're going to put some more money into it as well. So, thankfully, we see the baseball community and a lot of people around it um, come around to gather and really you know embrace this uh this circumstance and you know make it right because some knucklehead has decided to try and vandalize straight up knucklehead vandalizing and throwing it in a dumpster yeah so I, I was happy to see that bit of good news come of that um also real quick before we go i don't know if anybody cares we actually get some trades happening as we get closer to the trade deadline trade deadline is literally a week from today Third, yeah Next Thursday. And we actually NBA, got NBA trade deadline. NBA trade. Thank you for helping me clarify that. Uh, the Rockets and Grizzlies made a move earlier today. Nothing really major. Steven Adams makes his way from Memphis to Houston. I like Aquaman. I I, I think I, I do as well. He's just like a good, you know, nice he's guy. Out, he's just been hurt lately. He's been, yeah, hurt. He's hurt himself at the before the season started. He's out for the season. So this is more a trade for next year for the Houston Rockets who wanted to get a backup big. They'll send Victor Oladipo to uh, Memphis with three second round picks. And so that's the deal, right? Both mm-hmm. of these teams not probably anticipating doing anything major Victor this always year. They hurt too. He sure do. But I, I did find it interesting: three second-round picks and a player that I mean, I don't know how much you value that for Stephen Adams. That's I would love to have Stephen Adams on the Mavericks. I absolutely would too. Like a, a, a veteran leader Can't help guy you this year, but you know, and a really, really yeah. good, really and he's good. He's not going to impede the growth of Derek Lively. I doubt. In fact, I imagine he would help quite a bit. That's mm-hmm. that's a dude who's really smart and whatever. But Look just like Aquaman, at this point, it looks like the Rockets are going to employ his services, and I imagine that they're going to keep him for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. I do always find it interesting seeing a trade. Like, okay, maybe that tells me a little bit about what the cost of trading is. And so, Steven Adams, solid role player, mm-hmm. three second-round picks. That'll work. Noted. Okay. So, get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Those are some of your headlines on this evening. But with no further ado, we're going to get you some CA Stories Confidential. And where we're going with this, every now and then somebody says, Chris Arno, what the hell are you doing in three Hall of Fames? Well, what had happened was next. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer. Ross Le- or three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Gotcha I should then. say your name. Uh, I was about to say Ross me? Lebensky's on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. You're not a three-time Hall of Famer. No. How dare you claim mm. to be a three-time Hall One of Famer? One day, maybe. Give it some time. You never okay. know. No problem. Um, it's the get right. Thanks for rolling with us. You can always get involved with the program by texting into the truckwreck.com text line. That number is 877-881-1053. wanted to remind me, Lewis Hamilton is the winningest F1 driver ever, so... Of all time. Shout out to that man. Um, and then also from the 806. Remember when Victor Oladipo was the uh, MVP, was an MVP candidate? I do remember that. Yeah. He was a nice little player for a while. Mm-hmm. Injuries, I wonder for man. the Mavericks at one point before he got hurt all the time. Yeah. There you go. He sang too. He sure can. Um, you can also always see us going to or searching 105 through the fan on YouTube or going to twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. But right now, I would like to turn things over to Chris Arnold for a little CA Stories Confidential. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Ross. Thank you, all Tolos. That's why I always start the CA Stories Confidential. And I always appreciate y'all letting me share some of these stories from all this career of covering sports and entertaining things all these years. And every now and then, someone will say, 
I have to say, three-time Hall of Famer. You had three Hall of Fames? Or I thought you were just in two. Or how did you get in the Hall of Fame? And all I can say is, well, what had happened was, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you bearing with me while I explain what happened. I actually did this on Sunday just before the uh, Ravens game started. Was it Ravens game Sunday? Yes, that was. Ravens and the Chiefs. Yep, that was the first game. And so then after that, we had the Tolo, NFC game. you might have caught me doing this. And there was somebody that texted me and said, I heard the last part. Tell me more. So if you bear with me, I will explain this of how I wind up in wound up in three Hall of Fames. The latest Hall of Fame that I was inducted in was in 2022, October, just a year and a half ago. Minding my own business, and I get a text that said that I had not only been nominated, but I will, I was a, voted in to the Texas Boxing Hall of Fame. And in this particular ceremony, it was a, the category was media special contributors because I've been covering boxing since 1980. And, you know, boxing all over the world, yeah. seriously. And in Texas. And, I mean, I got a great relationship with all the boxers and boxing figures all these years, and I was floored. Is there is there a fight in particular that comes to mind when you think of your time covering boxing? Like one where you're like, oh, man, that one. When Mike Tyson bet off Holyfield's ear? Yeah, I so guess that would be that would be a big one. I was at a whole lot of fights, and I've got a lot of great <laughs> relationships. In fact, they even had Tyson come up here and, and – to the studios and had him downstairs a showcase and all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this, that's just one thing. But the ceremony itself was was really unique and pretty cool because what they did is they had a a, uh, a fight night for a nonprofit, raised a lot of money, and the nom- the inductees that night were inducted in the middle of the ring. That's awesome. And they had it was like you know they had the announcement and they had the bell and here's me going into the boxing hall of fame. Great broadcaster from Dallas, Texas. He covers boxing and he does it better than anybody in the city. Chris Arnold. So that was in 2022. In 2020, I go into the Texas Radio Hall of Fame, which just floored me. I was nominated in 2017. And I was like, wow, I got nominated. And it, the, the nominator, you have to be a, in the hall of, the Texas Radio Hall of Fame to nominate somebody. And it was the owner of K104 mm. that nominated me. I was like, oh, really? Wow. But what's, what's amazing to me about the Texas Radio Hall of Fame is that the state of Texas is huge. Yeah, There are absolutely. hundreds of radio stations, and it's not just sports. It's not just news. You have disc jockeys. You have program directors, you have general managers, you have country music, you have hip-hop, you have pop music, you have news station, you have sports station, you have so many categories, different people who work, not just Houston, Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, you've got Lubbock, El Paso, Lufkin, everywhere. I I mean, there's hundreds, and to be voted upon by all these different people in the Texas Radio Hall of Fame, and I, I got a you know a notice I got nominated. I was like, well, I've been there before and it didn't happen, so I wasn't gonna hold my breath. Mm-hmm. I was like I was just honored to be nominated, and then they announced that I was inducted or that I was voted in. And since it was during the pandemic in 2020, it was virtual. And by sure. the way, the Texas Radio Hall of Fame is in Lufkin, Texas. Okay. I have not been in Lufkin, Texas, in my life. East I'm, Texas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Kilgore. It's in Kilgore, okay, Texas, because like, you got the Kilgore Rangerettes. Got you, yeah. You okay. used to do all the halftime and stuff. Kind yeah, of yeah. I've never been to Kilgore. Never been to Kilgore in my life, and I was looking forward to it, but they had to have the ceremony virtually. But what they do in the Texas Radio Hall of Fame is everybody who's inducted, you know how they have busts like in the Pro Football Hall of Fame whatever, yeah. or in the Baseball Hall of Fame? Well, they have like a, a, a thing with your picture and stuff, and they have a video of your acceptance speech at the ceremony. Oh, that's awesome. And then they have, you know how they have highlights of your career and a, a guy re, a recorded voice saying it? Mm-hmm. They have all of that, and you just hit the button, and you can see all these highlights. It's technology, right? Well, since they didn't have a dinner or a banquet, I did it from my house. Sure. And what I did was, what you'll hear right here is the highlights, the guy doing the, the voiceover, and then you'll hear, and I had him, I, I did it, we chopped that down. Rigo and I chopped that down. And then you'll hear me do part of my speech because, of course, I thanked everybody I ever worked with in radio at all the different stations, and I thank my family and uh, both sides of the family, wife's family, my family, and everybody, the kids, everybody. And uh, this is the Radio Hall of Fame, Texas Radio Hall of Fame. Chris Arnold has been a radio and television favorite in the DFW area for more than 40 years. He's covered every major sporting event the world has to offer. 28 Super Bowls, 21 NBA Finals, 2 Olympics, 15 Final Fours, 8 World Series, 26 Championship Boxing Title Fights, 25 NBA All-Star Games, 8 Baseball All-Star Games, 5 Pro Bowls, 15 College Football Games, and even the World Cup. Chris Arnold is the 2020 inductee of the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. Here's my little speech, part of it. This is amazing. I'm so proud and honored to be a part of the class of 2020, the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. I never could have imagined it. I want to thank everyone who voted me in, all of my peers. I can't thank you enough. It's quite a surprise. I've been in radio for 47 years. I started in Memphis, Tennessee at the age of 14 at WLOK Radio. I've been in radio for 47 consecutive years. I have never not been on the radio. That's most of my life. And again, I can't say this enough. I have to thank the listeners. If it weren't for the listeners, I would not have had a job. I am here because of them. I appreciate them. And as I would say at the end of my show, there's no me without you. That being said, this is the epitome, the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. There's nothing left to do but drop the mic and say, ooh-wee, got you down. That's incredible. That was the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. And that, like I said, it was, that's the epitome. Uh, but before that, in 2019, out of the blue, I got voted into the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame, the first journalist ever. They wow. had sports figures forever. Then they asked me, and it's, I was like, that's the first ever, I mean, I Hall of Fame. I'm like, wow, I'm in the Hall of Fame. So, of course, I had the family and friends there and all that. And on this one, you know how you'll see some montages of people congratulating you? Yeah. And they may be famous and, you know, like whatever, with Adrian Beltre, and you got different people. Saying, right, Elvis right, right. Well, I had, over all these years, developed relationships with sports figures, you know, not just covered them but they became friends of mine and I was blown away at this montage and this is only part of it because it was a lot longer than this but this is a part of some of the people who congratulated me on going into the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. Hey Chris it's your boy Dirty Dirk congratulations on 
being inducted in the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, well done. Oh, almost 40 years on the radio. Incredible. So congrats again and enjoy. This is Jason Kidd. I want to congratulate my boy, Chris Arnold, for making the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Chris. Congratulations, Chris, for being inducted into the Cuban. Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. I know it wasn't for your jumper. <laughs> definitely wasn't your fastball. So it must have been all the amazing things you've done for us at the Mavericks and your incredible presence on radio in Dallas all these years. What has it been, 50, 60? In any event, buddy, congratulations. You're a legend. Chris Arnold, what's up, my man? This is Michael Finley. Of course, shouts out to my OG, Chris Arnold. Chris Arnold. Congratulations on the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I don't know why they're putting you in. <laughs> you wasn't that good, but Ro just paid me a million dollars to say congratulations, so I'm saying congratulations. I'm just playing, brother. Well-deserved. Probably a couple years too late. Proud of you. Tell your family I said congratulations also. Hey, Chris. Troy Aikman. Hey, I wanted to congratulate you on being selected to the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. That's quite an accomplishment. Man, if you'd have told me back in 1989 that you would be going into the Hall of Fame, I'd have said there's no way. Of course, you'd have said the same thing about me, right? It's Michael, the playmaker Irvin here, man. And I just wanted to take this moment to congratulate you on being inducted in the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. What's up, Chris Arnold? It's your boy E. Smith, man. Amen. I want to say congratulations, dog. Welcome to the Hall of Fame. Hey, Chris. Tony Romo. Just want to say congratulations on making it to the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. Hey, Chris. Herschel here. Hey, I'm out here in Atlanta, Georgia at the 2019 Super Bowl. And I heard you made the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. And I'm so proud to hear it because you deserve it. And I want to say congratulations. Hey, Chris, this is your boy, LaDainian Thomason, LT. I just want to say congratulations on being selected to the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. Chris Arnold, what's going on, man? This is Michael Young. I want to say congratulations uh, being inducted into the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. What's up, Chris? This is Tori Hunter here. Just want to say congratulations. Hey, Chris Arnold, this is Drew Pearson, the original number 88 from your Dallas Cowboys. And hey, the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame just got better. What's up, Chris? Slam dunk champ. Spud. I want to say congratulations. Hey, Chris Arnold. It's your girl, Nancy Lieberman. Congratulations. On behalf of my family and the Here. entire Dallas Cowboys organization, I'd like to congratulate Chris Arnold on his induction into the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. Chris has been covering the Cowboys since 1980. He's a legend amongst his peers in the Dallas Fort Worth media community. He's fair, accurate, personable, and accommodating to all of his interview subjects. And perhaps his greatest accomplishment is that he's been able to put up with me for more radio interviews than we both care to mention. Chris, you are a friend and someone that I've always thought the world of. Congratulations and enjoy this honor. Congrats to the fans, Chris Arnold, a 2019 inductee into the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame. Got you down, Chris. So what happened was... That's incredible. That's what happens when you hang around for 40-something years. I mean, can I just ask you a question in this? Like, mm -hmm. what, what does it mean to be in that moment? And obviously, what's nice is you have relationships with all these people, but just to be able to have it shown so succinctly... I mean, and of course, it's not the entirety of it, but just how many people of, you know, you know, great, rep great repute 
just have an appreciation for you and your work? I, I'm just flattered by it all. I mean, I can't. It's like a dream, and I'm just I always say time flies, and I, I just it just. I always say, I can't thank all the listeners, the Tolos, people, Family for Life, K104, Ticket, everybody's ever listened to me because y'all have allowed me to have an interesting life. And I've always never taken it for granted. And I, you know, have the opportunity to cover all these things in the world of sports and actually befriend and, you know, have relationships and not just put a microphone in somebody's face and for some of these greats to be friends of mine it just blows my mind it's not even real and i'm still around so i thank y'all for allowing me to have an interesting life and if it were to end tomorrow i have no regrets well look man it's 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 quite a pleasure and like you look for me who is pretty early on in this thing like getting the i don't know like i always knew that you were you've done this for a long time you've met a lot of great people and it's great just being able to sit here and listen to that montage, of course, it's not n- not nearly like a full, you know, embodiment mm. of what you've done and the people that you've met. But it's it's a good reminder of just like, man, how much you've done and like how impactful you've been. And so it's nice to be a small portion of your career, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, of your career and being able to do this with you. So I appreciate you greatly. I appreciate y'all, too. And again, thank you for listening to all this stuff, all these CA stories confidential. And now, you know, three Hall of Fame, three, three time Hall of Famer. I shake my head every time. Chris on man. I appreciate you rolling with the rolling with him, rolling with me, rolling with us here on the get right on this Thursday evening in the Metroplex. Coming up next, it's just time for final call. We'll do that next on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So get right right here on 105.3. The fan Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on this Thursday evening in the Metroplex. Um, Want to give a big thank you to John Machota for joining us earlier in the program, talking to us a little bit about you know, the Cowboys, their decision to, or not their decision, but ultimately Dan Quinn's decision to take the head coaching job with the Washington Commanders mm-hmm. and, you know, what the fallout of that might be and, you know, who might ultimately become the defensive coordinator of this Cowboys team. So, you know, again, thank you to him. Thanks for to you guys for rolling with us this evening. Um, but right now it's just time for the final call. And I guess I should reset i guess we did find out earlier today that dan quinn will be leaving your dallas cowboys as he becomes the head coach of the washington commanders so 
there, we have a conversation about is Joe Witt Jr. going to be the guy? And it seems like the Cowboys would like that to happen from all reporting. And uh, But Joe Witt, Joe Witt also, Dan Quinn guy, it's a possibility. And I know that there's some expectations that he might go with uh, Dan Quinn to be the defensive coordinator yep. in Washington. I know that uh, Aaron Wilson, very good NFL reporter, has said that it's expected that Joe Witt Jr. goes. Okay, well, Al Harris, a lot of people have a lot of credit for him, including Trayvon Diggs, who tweeted out, uh, his support for the Al Harris as defensive coordinator. Well, I know there's a lot of people, and we have audio of Al Harris making it very clear that he rocks with Dan Quinn. Of course, mm-hmm. now it's not recent audio, and he can always make that decision as a grown man whether to go or whether to take an opportunity should it present itself with the Cowboys. But over the course of the day, we, I mean, we know that Ron Rivera is scheduled to meet with next week. the Cowboys next week uh, in Frisco. And then also earlier today, our very own Chris Arnold was, uh, you know. Pontificating. Yes, pontificating is a great word. Uh, that, you know, maybe, just maybe, Mike Zimmer could be a possibility as he, you know, he probably wants back in the league. And we found out uh, through Calvin Watkins of the Dallas Morning News, his reporting that, yes, former Vikings head coach and Cowboys defensive coordinator Mike Zimmer is interested in the current vacant Cowboys D.C. gig, uh, according to a person with knowledge of Zimmer's thinking. So those are some of the things that are swirling around your Cowboys defensive coordinator job as of right now. And, again, we don't know who they're going to hire. I'm thinking it could be Zimmer because Jerry and Steven absolutely love the guy. He is like the other son. They love him to death. He's got a long relationship with him. He was with the organization back in the 90s when they were winning Super Bowls. He was with the organization as a defensive coordinator in the 2000s, even under Parcells, and he switched defenses so he can do three fours and four threes. With that being said, uh, he was pretty successful with Minnesota, although his last year it wasn't, and that's why he he was uh, fired and let go uh, the year before last. Um, all I can say is he's a coach, and he's a he definitely knows his X's and O's, his defenses, and he is the kind of guy you don't F around with. But he's a great guy. When I say you don't F around with, mm-hmm. some people think, and I'm one of them, unfortunately there's a lot of affluenza around the Cowboys organization with the, with the, with the, with the players. And it's not about, oh, they think they're entitled. It's just they're surrounded by so much of whatever they want that they don't know, other than when they lose games they're supposed to win, and I'm not saying they're not competitive, I'm just saying there's got to be somebody like a Jimmy Johnson walk around there and scare the I don't know what out of them, and that's the way. If you have a good cop, bad cop, McCarthy's your good cop, and believe it or not, DQ, Dan Quinn was another good cop. You got to have a devil. You got to have somebody that's going to get in somebody's face every now and then, and Jerry and Steven know what he's all about, and they know you follow what I'm saying? They're not going to say, wait a minute, we didn't expect that. Can you back off a little bit? Can you back off a little bit? They know how he is, and he's a, he's a great guy. Seriously, I'm whole. And that's why he was Deion Sanders' consultant with the University of Colorado. Imagine, if Deion Sanders loves the guy, I bet that co- that locker room going to respect the guy, too. I, w- I mean, I would sure hope so. not just a hard A. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, I would I would sure hope so. So, but I mean, we 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 have just this kind of preliminary news is I guess just kicking the tires. So we'll we'll find out more. I guarantee as this thing goes along. But and it might right be now, somebody we haven't even heard yet. I would be shocked. To me, the most logical move would be somebody young with great ideas. And but I don't think this organization at this time will do that. I don't think Jerry's into long term building. In other words. He's not going to bring in somebody like a Jason Garrett and wait 10 years. 
Jerry's 81 years old. Before he retires, he wants another Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. Um, other big news, the Orioles. He wants somebody that can babysit this is what I'm trying to say. Fair enough. Uh, before Some other big news, the Orioles made a deal for Corbin Burns, former Cy Young winner. Mm-hmm. So the Orioles add some big-time pitching at the top of their rotation. And this was a really odd thing. LeBron James and Anthony Davis both out tonight. And the Lakers get a win. In that some against the Boston Celtics, Woo, blew them out in Boston. I I just that one really because I mean the Boston Celtics one of the best teams. In they have the, the best, best record, record in, in the NBA, hundred percent. And they just I mean it's not like they played incredibly poorly. The Celtics did not shoot as I mean they shoot a lot of threes, but they didn't shoot as good at three. But you just had. Austin Reeves go off for 32 Man, points. He went my white mamba for real. I mean, every one he of their starters was Oklahoma in double days. digits. It's just, uh, we're, we're, the Lakers are so perplexing. I imagine that they've just got to be frustrating if you actually like them. I mean, it's kind of frustrating if you don't like them because you're like, all right, here comes their downfall, and no, then they do this. They do something like that. Like, they ain't going nowhere. Um, they're they very they confusing. flip the switch. That's scary. Maybe. Maybe, just maybe. So, that's going to be something that we watch as this thing goes along, but... I think that's that's that about does it for us here on the Get Right on this uh, Thursday evening. Mm-hmm. We're getting closer and closer. Oh, uh, can I mention a couple of uh, guys named as role as, as reserves on the All Star yes, team please. locally? Locally, uh, Tyrese Maxey mm-hmm. and um, Julius Randle. Yeah, both of those guys reserves in the here. East, absolutely, mm-hmm. and both of them from the general DFW area. So big shouts out to those gentlemen. Um, again, also I should shout out the uh, FC Dallas for getting a. A big-time striker in Peter Musa. Mm-hmm. They announced that uh, that deal today. So there you go. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Thanks again for rolling with us on this Thursday evening in the Metroplex, CA. I always appreciate you hanging out with me. You too. Uh, I think you're you're next on air on Saturday, right? Yes, you'll be here with Blake. Yes, sir. The fan phenom. Myself and Blake. And I'll be on with Will. There you go. For the fan jam. You always want to hear that. Uh, but until then, uh, well, until tomorrow, myself and Blake, 7 p.m., y'all may y'all be easy. Peace. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.